So if I leave a move funny, there it is. We have a fun round table for you. So if you're hungry for the future of food, let's start. Good morning, everybody. My name is Rob. This is Everyday Heroes. Welcome to our daily 10 a.m. video. Today, it's a food roundtable talking about the future of food. First article we're going to talk about, or first topic we're going to talk about is, can you build the perfect farm? Well, breaking down a TED Talk, uh, one of the writers from uh, medium.com, medium.com, um, wrote the future of farming in perfect, uh, a breakdown of a TED Talk um, discussion. So the TED Talk animation written by Brent Logan demonstrated the many different ways that they can create perfect farms around the world using modern technology. Now, we humans have been doing this for 10,000 years, and over time, we've continuously changed how we do our farming and our crops. However, as we all know, wildlife depletion, greenhouse gases, and general world deterioration has come from our overuse of planting. So what can we do? Well, he has two ideas, and we're gonna go over them right now. So the first one is mixing together our crops with the wild habitats. So what does that mean? Well, that means instead of breaking down wildlife habitats, planting within the habitats themselves. Now, yes, there are many things that could um, cause problems. Obviously, animals eating the crops or losing um, crops to weather. But if we can, if we can intertwine the wild with the planting. Obviously, you can find ways you can maybe put up some fencing, whatever it is, but you're not only saving the planet and not depleting habitats, but you're also growing better crops because, shocker, the earth naturally has really good soil. What do you think we had? Or had, I don't know how many trees we have left, had so many trees or plants or bushes or food. The earth creates a good lot of meals. The second thing he says is using some modern technology. His idea of using drones can monitor crops and have the people stay home and do it. You're not using so many vehicles that are emitting gases and you're still keeping an eye. Obviously your crops are going to be within range of getting to. So if said drone sees something, you can probably put on a little alarm, maybe I don't know, drop something to, to spook whatever might be eating it, or obviously you head towards the problem and you fix it as your human being self, right? Um, doing this will save on so much, especially pollution, but also we have the technology, so why not use it for a good purpose? Um, sorry, I'm trying to adjust so my neck isn't so bad. Um, one quote from here said, future agriculture will use sophisticated technologies such as robots, temperature and moisture sensors, aerial images, and GPS technology. 
These advanced devices and precision agriculture and robotic systems will allow farms to be more profitable, efficient, safe, and environmentally friendly. One farm in Costa Rica, they have already intertwined farmland with natural habitat and have seen major improvements. It's provided food and habitat for wildlife, as well as pollination and pest control from the birds and insects. In the United States, ranchers let their cattle graze on grassland with native species, creating finer protein and using better production methods that store carbon and create biodiversity. In Bangladesh, Cambodia, and Nepal, they are exper experimenting with new strains of rice using less water and adopting less labor-intensive ways to plant them. Um, the farmers have had an increase in income, crop yields, and cut down a lot of greenhouse gases. Then in India, where 40% of the produce usually gets wasted, farmers are starting to use solar-powered cold storage capsules to help preserve the crops. All these and more are ways that things are already happening, but we can continue to work and better ourselves. So thank you for the medium.com for that. Now the last topic we're gonna to go over is the future of food. So with the perfect farm, how are we going to grow new food? So this video goes into different ways. So the first one is more efficient forms. So all, all over the tropics, forests are being converted to pastures and farmland. 80% of all new tropical farmland is created by replacing forests with huge environmental costs. But we could reduce 50% more food without new farmland by increasing yield, shifting diets, and using water and fertilizer more efficiently. First one they say doesn't sound so hot, but test to beef. A lot of things are made in the lab. The livestock industry uses 75% of all agricultural land for grazing and growing animal feed and produces at least 18% of all greenhouse gas emissions. Some argue that a safer, healthier meat could be grown using animal cells instead of living cells, living animals, thereby reducing animal suffering, waste, and pollution. Now, I am on the side of not killing so many animals and also having less pollution. However, eating test tube anything doesn't sound so hot. So we'll see if the next one's any better. Next gen fish farms. So promising new methods of farming fish will land giant tanks. Water, nutrients, and waste are recycled sometimes to grow plants and fish can't escape. Such methods could relieve pressure on wild stocks drastically depleted by overfishing. Enclosed system fish for farms don't have the same environmental downsides as certain cage or pen fish, which use more wild fish, can cause disease, uh, cause pollution, and also need more feed. So this one kind of has already been done. I believe um, tuna and salmon are done in some ways. But that's another thing too. Fish Fishing depletes most of the ocean's creatures. But... Farming them inside also can cause problems, as we said, whether it's disease on the fish, causing pollution, or just not enough product because the fish are basically, they're not, they're not working, right? Um, so if there's a way to have a, a, a big tank, the water is better, or saving water, making nutrients, and recycling waste for stuff like growing plants, that's, that's pretty good. Next one here, staying or staying power. Most farm crops, including wheat, rice, and maize, must be planted again each year and every year. The roots of these annual plants are shallow 
Farmers often use resource-intensive cultivation practices to grow them. Many wild plants, such as wheatgrass, are perennials. They live several years and produce food over many seasons. Their roots are extensive and they help stabilize and build healthy soils. So what if we bred more perennial foods? Well, there you go. Why not use products that live long, last longer, and create more amounts of food? Seems like a gimme, right? Next one, they're calling Castles in the Sky. By 2015, there will likely be 2 billion more people. Feeding them the way we do now will require immense amounts of land that we don't have. But 70% of people will live in cities, so why not grow food there where they live? Urban farms can be found today in yards, roofs, and balconies. Some have even proposed farming in skyscrapers. Now, I did do a video for another series that I started with my mom about gardening in cities. This is already done. So this, just like the perennial idea, is easy to do if you have the seeds to do it. Now, the, the zoning laws, the, the areas, so obviously you have to work with your city. I get that. But if you can grow more at home in your city, you're saving land that we really don't have to use for wildlife, for habitat, and soon enough, we can regrow in a correct way. Lastly, the future of eating. So what are we going to do when we don't have, um, uh, excuse me, when we don't have enough food to do? Well, there are some things that may not sound so good, um, but you know, I thought plant-based food was kind of gross, but it's actually pretty good. There are many sea plants like algae and excuse me, buckthorn, that are, um, that grow food on, excuse me, we have giant swamp taro, taro is a kind of um, a starch, we have the peach palm, uh, millets, which are uh, a cereal grain, emmer wheat, quinoa, not so much on the insect idea, no offense, um, and then, of course, flavor or uh, plant-based products. So there are ways that we can do this and make it worth our while. The thing is, though, we have to do it. And in order to do it, all of us, or at least 98% of us, have to be in. So today, spread the word of better farming and better cultivating. If we don't have to kill so many things, let's not. I'd rather not. If we can grow things that last longer and are better for you, let's do that. So what do you guys think? What was your favorite thing on here? Until next time, guys, we're going to end here. If you haven't yet, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter, hit that subscribe, hit that bell button. Boom, we'll be there. We do have a video this afternoon that's going over a very interesting cultural subject. So we hope you'll uh, stay uh, tune in for that. Until then, that's what I meant to do. Sorry, guys. Have a wonderful day. <laughs> I swear it's all... Uh...